0: Well, guys, we're in quarantine and things are crazy, but here's a new episode and we're going to get into it. Hope you guys are doing okay. Hope you guys are trucking along. And thanks for checking in with Discussion Ready.
1: Hi, everyone. It's been one year since you looked at me. Uh, it, uh, it hasn't. It hasn't been a year. Yeah, actually, actually, yes, it has. Because you know why? It's been why? our one year anniversary since we started Discussion Ready. I forgot about that. Wow. Biggest moment of our lives, and you forget about it. I'm sorry, DeAndre. There's a couple things going on right now that are kind of taking up my mind. You're right. You're right. You're right. But at the same time, you know, we, we, we got to, hey, it's our one-year anniversary, so at least <laughs> acknowledge that our baby is made a year of itself. <laughs> Happy anniversary. All right. Now, we're getting into it because there's a lot of shit going on. And if you can tell the quality is different between me and Franco, it's because I am quarantined at home in my apartment in Albuquerque, and Franco is at home in his yeah. loft in Santa Fe.
0: That's right. We are doing this remotely.
1: This is our quarantine episode <clears throat> of Discussion Ready.
0: Yeah, maybe one of several, but you know, hopefully
1: not too many. I mean, this is how we wanted to try it out in the first place now that I moved, but not like this. Yeah, not like this. This is not what we were hoping for. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oops, hold on. Let me turn. I don't know if my uh, ringtones or anything are going to go off. So give me a second.
0: No problem. Well, DeAndre does that, I will say. um, A lot has happened since the last time we recorded. Things have escalated
1: quite a bit. Honestly, we managed to get an episode out just before the crazy. Yeah, I'm really glad that we did that. <laughs> well, yeah, like if you looked at that episode and... Oh, God, thank you. I was like, I was Franco, like, we're disconnected. Okay, we're going to try that
0: again. Um, <laughs> DeAndre and I tried to record just now and we got disconnected. I'm not sure. What, ha-
1: what happened?
0: I don't know.
1: I literally, I literally wasn't going into it and then all of a sudden responding so i was like hmm, it's a little quiet and i looked and it was like nothing yeah i hope uh i hope that doesn't happen again oh god hi okay part two oh, welcome guys <laughs> back to the show welcome back i, I okay. say you I say you leave that little faux pas there and we'll just like bloop it like we did the other you know the little sensor bloop that we did yeah might as well and oh. anyways sorry guys we gotta we gotta discuss things on the episode, since we're not actually there in person to discuss things. So, bear with us. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh,
0: okay, so... I want to say, uh, before we get into all the craziness at the top of the hour, we... are... I don't know. I don't have anything good. <laughs> I was going to try something good. But then I remembered this is a recording that will exist. And whatever I say, people can look back on. And I don't want people to look back on this and be like, that guy was fucking wrong. So I'm just going to say <laughs> this. Um, it's not good. There's a lot of things that are that are not good.
1: Yeah, all- no, speak, speak the truth here. We, we there's no, That's kind of hard to sugarcoat all of this. Um, yeah, let's just say it like it is. It's pretty bad right now. Especially the fact that one of those messages I just got from my phone says that I was charged $100 for Geek Squad service and I have no idea what the hell that's about right now.
0: Okay, so I think that's something we're going to start seeing more often because I saw that, that that also... Something similar happened to a friend of ours recently. There's probably a lot of people that are trying to take advantage of this, uh, this time
1: by scamming people. Yeah, I'm not about that. Yeah, you know what? I was seeing a lot of stuff about like... People pretending to be the, the hotline services, calling back people and asking for like certain information. And I was like, wow, talk about being a disgusting human being. Agreed. Yeah, seriously,
0: look, nobody is doing great financially right now unless you're like a billionaire or somebody who owns hand sanitizer stock. Is that you or me?
1: It, is, is it, do you hear that vibrating going on? Yeah. Let me take care of that. Okay. I thought I had. It's fine.
0: Anyway, if you're someone who owns hand sanitizer stock or toilet paper stock, you're doing pretty good right now. If you're not, um, <clears throat> things are probably very scary and questionable for you, just like they are for everybody else. Um,
1: well, first of all, we haven't even covered the subject of this episode, which is for posterity and for the sake of being in history, we are living in a time right now, this is currently March 19th, 2020, where we are in the middle of a global pandemic of what is dubbed COVID-19, which is a coronavirus of sorts that is spread across the world in a rapid pace and has caused mass havoc throughout the entire world and
0: will likely continue to do so
1: for well for for months for months to come quite some time which is weird that i never expected our podcast to be like a wartime radio station podcast but here we are world war v war
0: against the virus oh god i did not come up with that Someone on Twitter did. Oh God, I didn't. I don't know what his what his name was, but I saw it a while ago. Um, yeah. So the issue that we're in right now, in case there's a uh, look, I think mostly people who listen to the show are really tuned in and smart. But I, I do want to say, just in case there's anybody who's listening who has not really kept up with what's going on. Um, like here's you, the problem. Jared Leto? Yeah, like you fucking Jared Leto out there meditating. <laughs> okay, you did hear <laughs> about that. a cave or something? Or like in a, a the desert or something?
1: Yeah, he was in the middle. No no, no phones, no communication or anything. Uh, yeah. He he basically pulled the toe for grace of Black Mirror. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought about. That's so crazy. Yeah, same. Um, but and um, basically was out in the in the middle of the desert with no communication before this happened. Before this happened, and came back to like the world's in, in chaos. And he's like, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just like didn't know what was going on. That's so crazy. But uh, okay, here's here's the issue. I'm going to lay it out as best I can in case there's anybody who hasn't read as many articles as I have like a million times a day. This virus is incredibly contagious. And there is no treatment for it. There is no there's no vaccine. There are promising things that they're working on, but those are going to take trials. They're going to take uh, further testing in order for the FDA to approve them. The only thing that we have that stops the virus is what they're calling social distancing. So in other words, you stay away from people. You stay in your house. Don't go out. You don't unnecessarily come into contact with others. And then hopefully you don't spread the virus. And there's a lot of people who, some of the people that I even know, that are acting, I got to say this, who are acting incredibly um, irresponsibly. And selfish. And selfishly. And here's the thing. It is a huge misnomer.
1: Like, I have to, sorry, Franco. (laughs) Did you do that? I think that might have been me. I was shifting, and there's a a big giant red button on my phone that says leave recording. I did not mean to hit that, but I may have hit that. (laughs)
0: Okay, it could also be my connection. You know, we never know. We don't know. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe they're shutting down the internet for good. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'm going to cut that beginning part and we'll just continue. Like, I don't know. Just I'll find a- keep going on. It's a huge misnomer that this virus is going to only hurt old people to begin with. And uh, that the reason that it, and that, okay here's what i'm trying to say if you are young and you are just going about your life and you're going out and you're being around people and you're hanging out in groups you're being an asshole you're being a stupid fucking asshole because you're you're not being asked to stay home because you might get sick yes you're you're young you're healthy you're probably gonna be fine here's the thing you can carry this virus for up to two weeks before you know that you have it or show symptoms and you might never show symptoms and in that time you can give the virus to somebody else and they can give the virus to somebody who's vulnerable and that person could die or could end up in the hospital and like i was started starting to talk about on our last episode what could happen is that we could have our hospitals completely filled And we could be in serious trouble because the hospitals could get to a point where they have to start making decisions about who dies and who doesn't. So just so everybody understands, that is the situation that we're in. And it is very, very hard and it is painful and it is causing a lot of us some very uh, severe psychological distress.
1: Well, I wouldn't, well, yeah, that's not sugarcoating it, but I'm I'm just going back on what you're saying is, it's not, it's not just about people who are infected. It's not, it's not about deciding, oh, this infected person gets to live while these two others are not worth saving. It also includes people who are hurt during this. If someone yeah. was in a car accident or someone um, is uh, terminally ill with cancer, they will decide – You are no longer viable to save. We need to save the planet. We need to save as many lives. You are not one of them. I am sorry. So it's not just anybody who's infected. This will shift the mindset of, oh, we could keep you alive for this much longer, or we can save your life. It now becomes, you're not worth it. We need to decide not to let you live. And
0: guys, we have to think about, too, a huge thing a huge consideration here is people who work in hospitals is people who are first responders is national guard is military is people who cannot take off time people who are going to be in the trenches fighting against this virus and if you are going out and just living your life like everything is normal You are doing a huge disservice to those people that are putting their lives on the line to protect you. You are spitting in their faces and telling them that you don't care about them. So, if you're, I just want to say, I would even, I'll extend this to people. If there's anybody who listens to this show who's conservative, okay? If you're somebody who cares about police officers, if you're somebody who cares about military, you are, you, you know, you want to talk about like disrespecting the troops, you want to talk about disrespecting cops, you're doing it right now. If you're going out and just acting like everything's normal.
1: I would 100% agree. Um, and like, I was kind of telling you and what I messaged you. Uh, I was literally making dinner and I just, just like turn on the TV for a little bit and get updated on today and see. What? Because I haven't followed anything really today. I've been off things, just doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, and in the middle of eating, like just getting the news, it just flooded to me. The amount of like headline stuff that was coming up hit me relentlessly. Um, <clears throat> uh, the fact that Italy is lost total control, and they they are literally grasping at any opportunity they can get to to survive um in just today alone they had nearly 500 people died today alone and that pushed them over the the overall number of people in china which is five times bigger as a region than italy is um so that's staggering to think that this smaller area has surpassed china's death like toll and the fact that their curve is not showing there they don't have a curve right now they are so bad because they didn't listen and they didn't take the precautions right away and take this as seriously they are now suffering because of it and they're they're losing people at an insane pace and like you said they're the the medical staff and everyone they're exhausted but they can't stop they're literally day and night and so bad that they're sent. they they've asked for as all the help they can get from anybody and so people around the world are sending their doctors that they could be using at home instead are being sent to Italy to try to help and the fact that they can't find a curve there's no curve happening and they, they're on lockdown right now and people are frightened because they they what they're doing is not helping because they were just a little too late and they are struggling to survive. And not only that, but um, we're, me and Franco, of course, you guys know this, we're from New Mexico and we're watching it here. And there's been several cases in you know the counties and the cities you would expect so albuquerque has it because they're the biggest um santa fe has cases las cruces has cases but our smaller rural communities have so far been unaffected thank god um i am from las vegas which is a smaller town um and we las vegas resides in san miguel county and um Today they had their uh their first confirmed case, which give me a second because it's gonna hit me again <sighs> um the reason it hits me is because uh. give me a moment. I thought it'd be fine to like talk about this but it's this a little harder than I thought. no yeah, um. So my dad works in the hospitals and he's currently still working because obviously he's essential. Um, But he's also in two categories of at risk and one of them being um, one of the most high risk, which he has cardiovascular issues because he's had two heart attacks in his uh, current lifetime and, um he's also over the age of 60 which also puts him in a high risk but the cardiovascular one's the big one cuz that's the one that is the highest of risk in in cases that we've seen so far and those are the ones that tend not to make it because they struggle with it so bad um so he's still working and so far things were good and we're, we're still hopefully still good. I have to talk to him and see. But the fact that it wasn't there yet gave me a, a little glimmer of hope because, you know, at least he'd not be around it. And he would be at least hopefully have a buffer zone. And I was hoping I was holding on to that hope because as long as it's here, it's not there and you're safe. You can stay going to work. You can because he's not going to stop. He's gonna he's gonna keep working until he he's told he can't anymore. Because um, that's just who he is. And so now, depending on where it is, his life is at risk. And so it's just kind of hard to like kind of wrap my my head around that but we got to push forward and I just got to take it day by day and see
0: and that's that's what we're trying to communicate to anybody who's listening to this that hasn't done everything that they can to slow this down like DeAndre just shared you know the way, in this this has got kind of showed up in his life. And guys, you've got to understand, this is going to show up in all of our lives. There's not any of us. Here's the way it is right now. Even even if we, even even if we do everything we can, here's the truth: there is nobody who is going to get out of this completely unaffected. unaffected. Yeah we are all going to know somebody who gets it. And we're probably all going to have a family member of, or, 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 you know, at least a, a family friend or something. So don't change everything for yourself. And if you know what, if, if you don't even want to change things for people you don't know, fine. Change it for your family, for the people that you care about. Because I guarantee if you are running around Going to events, going out in public unnecessarily, and you know somebody who gets sick, you are probably going to hate yourself for the rest of your life.
1: Um, One of the biggest things that I'm doing is majority of my family is past the age of 60 and over. Um, And we live in a small little community outside of Las Vegas. Uh, And one of the things that I will not do for for the protection of my family is I am not going home. I will not allow myself to inadvertently, whether I have it or not, I will not go home. I will, I will avoid them as much as possible until this is subsided.
0: And that goes for me too. I'm not taking any risks um, by going to see my family during this time, which is very hard. You know, it's going to be hard for all of us. Like, this is incredibly scary. You know, honestly, I think we all kind of feel this way. Those of us that are close to our families, we just want to, like, run to them and, and be with them and, like, make sure we're all together if, any, if, if this gets worse. But we can't. We have to do everything we can. And that means self-isolating. That's what that means.
1: you are protecting yourself by but protecting others is what's going on.
0: Yeah. And I would I would say it works in the opposite way too that if you protect yourself then you do protect other people.
1: Uh, yes, very much so. Um and we're going to here's here's things that people tend not to comprehend because a lot of us just our tunnelled vision and start focusing on the now. Oh my God, this is happening now. Um, This and the past where, Oh, remember when this, but no one, a lot of people tend to miss out on the, having their hindsight being ahead of time. You know, they don't, they don't see. And that's a lot of problems with why we're doing what we're doing right now is to mitigate what would be next week. What will be our reality two weeks from now you know we're we're protecting ourselves from the future because of things that other places saw and what we've known from the past what we've learned by living through these moments in time every so often what did they do last what did they do that time that worked what what can we avoid what what modern thing do we have to help us in this time um and one of the big things that that's going to hit and it's going to be a harsh reality is the fact that we're in this now and we can bet that it's going to get worse for us still as a country, because we haven't even hit our curve. Um, And we're going to have to muscle through that. But the second part being after we're all done with said and done with this, we got to pick up the pieces. We're going to be in such a mess because now we got to restart business. What businesses can get restarted? Um, is it worth saving this business? Uh, is it? Some people may not even some some people that did something in their lives currently may not do that same thing coming back out of this. A lot of a lot of that happens, you know. After let's say like nine eleven, people who had dreams of doing something else immediately went into the military and switched off to medical fields and did all these different things and be like, nope, my I need to do this for for what's going on right now, you know? So things are going to start shifting and it's going to be a hard time for us because, I mean, we're spending a lot of money right now to protect and preserve ourselves. And um, we aren't caring about, it's not about the implications right now, but those will be coming and we got to be prepared to, to face them too.
0: Yeah. So we
1: got, pretty dark there and it is not a it's not a light time (laughs) i would definitely tell you that
0: yeah and and rightly so i think we you know both deandre and i have been sort of marinating on this we've been talking every day on the phone um so you know we want to be honest with you guys and tell you the truth that this is not anything that any of us should take lightly now that being said There are things that we can do, and so I want to share a couple, and uh, I'm sure DeAndre has a couple too. We didn't talk about this before, but um, the first thing is to do what he and I have been doing, which is calling people every day. So if you have somebody that you're close with, call them. Call them every day. If you have somebody that you wish you could hang out with, give them a call check up on each other, make sure you're doing okay.
1: I agree with that. Um, Staying in communication is very, very important. Um, Especially in like two different like scenarios, if this, even if this was like a wartime situation, you know, and we were, you know, uh, we'd try to stay as communicated as possible as long as we could, you know, uh, we're definitely not in a position, hopefully, that we don't lose out on our, our connectivity in the world. You know, we'll hopefully still have our internet. We'll still have service to our phones and everything like that. Yeah. Um, one of the best ideations someone has, like, presented and, of course, has been talked about, and Franco brought it up with World War V, uh, is... This is very much a wartime situation. And one of the best ways to think about it for people who are kind of like thick headed and don't really understand the threat is to imagine it as this is an invasion. Imagine if Russia or China one day decided, you know what, we have this plan in place to invade your country at a successful 100% rate and they did it you know not one single state not a single stronghold left we are completely overrun and the response would be the same similar which is anybody who's non-essential you know you need to get home you need to get to where you are safest while we do our job to protect you you know we, yes. we in that situation of <clears throat> course it would be more militaristic um, but things would be locked down. We would be in the same kind of boat. Like, don't go out. Don't do this. Um, there's going to be checkpoints. There's going to be all this stuff. Uh, there's going to be green and red zones. We're are we are starting to see our red zones. You know, like in New York and bigger cities. You know, these are places to not go to to avoid at all costs. This is ground zero. Um, and and that's the best way to think about it is we literally were successfully invaded by a foreign entity and it took us down Uh, quick swift and with a hundred percent success rate um and now we it's time to fight back and do our part in order to keep people safe
0: yes um another thing you can do so not only should people be staying home um, you should be doing everything that you can to encourage places to close. I hope tons of people listen to this and hear what we're saying and take it seriously. But we know that not everyone's going to do that. And we know that not everyone is going to listen. So, unfortunately, I feel that extra measures need to be taken into the hands of people that can make these decisions so there's a couple ways that I think you can do this and I so here's I'm just gonna tell you guys what I've been doing and um, if you want to do the same I think it'll help uh, if you have your own way of going about it that's fine I have been um, contacting my elected officials on Twitter but also through email I've emailed several of them And let them know um, that I think that several things around town needed to close, including uh, in New Mexico, we just shut down restaurants and bars other than takeout, which I think is fantastic.
1: Or delivery. Or or delivery, yeah. So we can still do those. What's what's even better is to see services that are stepping up. So New Mexico has Dion's, if anybody knows Dion's. Um, it's a pizza place. It's a popular New Mexican pizza place. Yeah, and I um, they them. don't they don't do delivery. Not some locations do, but overall, majority of them do not do delivery. So now that they were required to close down their uh, their eateries, the the seating inside, they pivoted and opened up all locations for delivery. So now they're one hundred percent deliverable, which is amazing. Yes. That is true. <clears throat> so.
0: Yeah. So in addition to contacting people. Reward the ones that are doing the right thing. Like I actually just yesterday ordered from Dion's. Cause you know, we could have, we, we, you know, we were able to afford it. And uh, I appreciate the fact that they're taking it seriously, that they took those steps. Um, and even before this happened, they were already trying to do things to make sure that people were going to be safe. So, but this is going to be a hard time for restaurants and for local businesses. And you can support them and show them that even though it's going to be hard for them for a while, they're doing the right thing and you'll be there for them and you'll be there for them when this is over too. Okay. So that's the second thing. Um, The third thing that I think we can all do is to um, support the uh, people in our lives who are on the front lines of this thing. So if you know somebody who is working in a hospital or is um, one of our first responders, a member of our, any, any of these public services that we need. And I would also add people who work in grocery stores because they are arguably working um, harder than they've ever had to under these new conditions. And we're realizing how essential they are to our continued um, state of being. So, you know, let those people in your lives know that you're here for them, even if you're here for them, for them from a distance. You know, if you want to kill two birds with one stone, you could buy somebody uh, a gift card. You want to support a local business and you want to help one of your friends who's going through a hard time with this you know, buy them a gift card. Lots of times you can do that virtually now and have it sent to them. Or, hey, you can also buy somebody a gift of like a subscription service to, um, like yeah, if you know somebody who's working night shifts, like late shifts, you can buy them a subscription service to a streaming site.
1: Um, so that's another thing. Did you want to add anything? It's, it's really nice to see the companies like, their true colors you're starting to see the people that actually truly care about humanity and the ones that are in it just for money yeah and it's it's amazing to see them like rise and step up and it's literally like night and day so you're like now now you if you ever had a doubt on should i support this company should i i don't know if i how they are well now you know <laughs> you know who you can side with and who you need to avoid <laughs> exactly so the, and there's one last thing that i
0: want to um, recommend that everybody do and this one is kind of I was telling DeAndre about this so this one's kind of woo uh, <laughs> woo this one's kind of you know maybe it's a little uh, airy fairy or wh- wh- you know however you want to say it like maybe it's a little idealistic but while you're at home I I want everybody who's listening to this if you have the time in your life if you're if you're fortunate enough to have a job where you are going to be um, able to work from home, or fuck it, man, like even if you're somebody who no longer has a job and you're but you're able to spend time at home, it, you know, if you have somebody else in your in your life who who works and you can you have that luxury, while you're sitting at home, think about what you are talented at, you know, think about what your skills are, and get ready to use that thing that you're good at to help the world if you can start helping now if you can if you can put things online if you can put things out to um to the internet do that but if not just just practice and just stay home and think and read and meditate and fucking get ready to go out and heal the world when this is over because we're going to need your skill whatever it is like the the, things are going to be different and we're going to need you. We're going to need that thing that you're good at, that nobody else can do.
1: Um, what was it? I was like just reading it now. Sorry. I was trying to see what the article is about before I actually talked about it. But one of the articles that have come out is that this presents our generation with, well, the headline says coronavirus presents millennials with a generational moment. Um, just like in uh, world war two, we dub that generation, the greatest generation because they uh, because of their sacrifice they made during world war two. So they're, they're dubbed because of that moment in time, the greatest generation. Um, the unfortunate part is we have some mixed bag in our generation. So, we have some that are out going to the beaches and being dumb and being nonchalant about this and the others that are taking it seriously and being more adult about it. And it's kind of hard to see like it well, before reading all the way down, I was like, well, I, I don't know. Maybe we call ourselves the survivor generation. Cause we've gone through a lot of shit, but then you see stuff like these a-holes going out to the beach to just basically be like, whatever. And I'm just like, I don't know if that fits now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I mean, there's assholes in every
1: generation. Well, yeah, that's what the article says. It says it's not just millennials. Baby boomers are also doing it, too. Um, And at times, despite the protest of millennial relatives. So it's not just like every generation has the a-hole group, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just trying not to be that. And I mean, what what would you call our, this our, the millennial generation after going through all this turmoil? What what, what would you dub as the categorically, in the sense of like the great generation of World War II or the greatest generation of World War II? What would you dub the millennial generation overall in this?
0: Mm. I think I would call us. the replicants.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I agree with that one.
0: Because we're like the replicants in Blade Runner. I mean, we're like trying to rebel against the way things are, but we were also handed a world that's like really fucked up and got a bunch of problems. We're trying to make it better in the ways that we can.
1: Well, and going with EST on, and keeping with that, so it'd be the greatest generation, and I think we would call us the smartest generation. I like that. I do, but also don't, because it makes us sound really funky, like, oh, we're the smartest generation. When we're clearly, I mean, we have technology in our hands, which is nice. Um, maybe the techiest generation? I don't know.
0: <laughs> you guys tweeted us. Tell us what you want our generation to be called.
1: And the nerdiest mm-hmm will be the nerdiest generation. I'm down.
0: Well, that, that concludes <laughs> uh, our part one, and uh, we're just going to get into part two and uh, talk about some movies here in a sec.
1: Woo! 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 So weird. I don't know why it doesn't like because I'm still in the app, but. Mm-hmm. Like, send the request and it pops up a notification instead of just sending me straight to this that is strange um anyways so of course in this new biased world we live in currently um frank uh, be, be, uh, against franco's wishes i have been diving into dystopia and um <laughs> whatnot it's my favorite you got to give me. I love dystopia. Dystopia is like my, my biggest thing, and so it's hard for me not to be in a dystopian mindset. Um, and other people, I'm not alone. Other people are watching apocalyptic movies currently too. I'm sure. I bet you, if you were to look at a graph, like like apocalyptic dystopia movies have probably skyrocketed. Yeah. Um, but one of the movies I completely forgot that I definitely want to watch is Book of Eli. <sighs> I've never seen that. It's a good one. Um, it is, it does, you you realize that it becomes religious at the end, but it is a good movie. Um, but in regards to what we're talking about, I watched Contagion, which, if you hadn't watched it, fair warning, like, it is a good movie. You don't have to watch it if you don't want to. It is somewhat frightening, currently. Um, any other day, it's, it's just a movie, but it hits the mark on a lot of what happens happened and is happening to us currently. Um, And it, 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 it's, this came out in 2009. Um, And it's a really well done film and it doesn't ease up and it doesn't sugarcoat anything. And, and there's, there's a happy ending at the end, but it's not like it's, it's it's like our our real situation, you know, like we know we're working hard to take this down and we're gonna get there. But it's gonna take time and it's it's gonna be arduous and it's gonna be difficult um to face the reality of what what, what we're facing. Um so there was that. I watched that one. Very good, highly recommend, um if you can tolerate it. And then uh, I just last night watched last night or the night before everything starting to blur together, um, trained to Busan, which I'd never seen before. And it's been on my list for a while and I did not expect what I was getting into and I was blown away. <laughs> and that I one appreciate- is a, a zombie film out of Korea, which very well done. But at the same point, uh, the stakes are very intense and it it just keeps hitting you and you're just like, dang, dang, this is hard to watch. Yeah, that's, that movie's pretty intense. I haven't seen it, but that's what i heard. Yeah, it, it was. I definitely did not expect it to be the way it was. Um, and, and the way... I mean, the ending... I'm not going to say I didn't expect the ending. The ending wasn't shocking, but overall, getting there was... Yeah. Um ahead. Um, <clears throat> but that's that's so far what I've watched and then earlier today I watched Frozen 2 to feel better about myself. Which is that's, better than I thought it was going to be like and, uh, I had very much enjoyed it.
0: It's fantastic. I love Frozen 2.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot you wanted to go see it in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah, um, and I enjoyed it. I I forgot. Yeah, I watched it. I enjoyed it.
0: That sounds like a good cap to the apocalyptic movies. Yeah. I am not doing that. I am watching things that will make me feel better. <laughs> um so last couple of days I watched stand-up comedy. But um oh
1: you said you saw the Pete Davidson one, right?
0: Yeah, I watched Pete Davidson's stand-up.
1: Was that the one that he calls out on Ariana Grande on it?
0: Yeah, and you know, honestly, like, I mean, I sort of feel like the way that he did it wasn't that bad. Like, he could have been a really spiteful, you know, comic about it. Like, he was kind of, (laughs) it it was kind of hilarious. Like, you know, I don't want to give the joke away, but he basically says at one point, like, you know, like don't like you guys can't get mad at me. Like she wrote a, a hit single, so I'm doing my thing. Like this is this is this is she gets to do that. I get to do this. It's like he's just telling these like shitty jokes that are super awkward. He also, um, I think his joke he has a joke uh, at Louis C.K. that feels a little more spiteful than his jokes at Ariana Grande to me. I, I overall I enjoyed it, but it. the whole thing was just kind of awkward. Like he, he kept going off on these like tangents that were, that really to me felt like they were not part of his set. And they, they just played as kind of, you know, off putting and it's a fun, quick little watch. It's 45 minutes. There's a couple of really good jokes in there. Um, I actually think that his joke about Louis CK is really tastefully done. Like he did the way he did. It was the way you should do a joke about him and about that situation. And then last night, um, my wife and I watched, uh, oh shit, what's the the guy's name? Adam Devine? No, wait. Yeah, Adam Devine. Adam Devine's stand-up comedy. Um, And if you don't know who he is, he's the guy who's in Pitch Perfect. He's kind of like the frat boy. Uh, He's also in Workaholics. Yep. He's pretty funny. That his his jokes were pretty hilarious. There's a couple that were a little little awkward, they're a little weird, but uh like overall I'd I'd probably say I recommend it. And then tonight I'm probably going to watch Mark Marin's stand
1: up cuz I heard his new special is really good. I don't know. Marin is like very like iffy for me sometimes. So I'm just like shh. him and never, uh John Mulaney, but I've been getting into more of John Mulaney.
0: Yeah, John Mulaney I kind of had to warm up to. I don't really um, okay so <laughs> so this all right I'm not racist but <laughs> i don't I, I I don't like a ton of white comedians like there's just like the comedians that I grew up, grew up watching were not white like I grew up watching people of color you know I grew up in it first of all for people who do, can't tell by my name uh I'm Mexican. <laughs> So I fucking grew up listening to George Lopez.
1: And then uh, when man, I, I remember growing up with the George Lopez show, his original
0: Yeah. Script. Oh yeah, yeah. Classic in my house. And then, you know, I kinda got into when I was an adult, I kind of got into uh Dave Chappelle, still Love, and um Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy. And I just I I don't know. Like I I kept people have talked to me about these guys these white dudes for years, but these comedians that they love like Bo Burnham. I've still never watched Bo Burnham because I don't know something about him just kind of bugs me. Yeah. But I, re- I recently got into John mullane You have that too?
1: What? You don't like Bo Burnham? No, I, I get, I get your, what you're saying with Bo Burnham, but I don't, I, don't, I, I can't say anything because I just haven't gone in to watch him. Yeah. I feel you. I prefer more of like, you know, I'll watch George Lopez. He's still funny today. Um, Yeah. I think his comedy is really good. What? I think his comedy is really good. Yeah. And I actually find him funny still currently as his like current persona who he is today because of um, his like no hold, no holding back, like style now. Like he doesn't care if you get mad at him or anything, you know, he's like, I'm going to say it the way it is. And you can. I don't give a rat's ass what you think. It's kind of funny how that works
0: with comedians. That the more they do that, the more successful they get. Yeah, it is weird. Um,
1: and then, like you know, I'm sorry. I I, do, I think Kevin Hart's hilarious, and but I do think there's some dumb things he says and other stuff too. Um, For sure, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's great. Dave Chappelle's amazing. Dave Chappelle is one of the also the ones that he's like i'm gonna say whatever the hell i want and you're gonna laugh at it thinking i'm joking and then i'm gonna be like no i'm serious and you're gonna laugh harder because he because i said that
0: yeah no he's a he's an incredible artist he just recently got this like um i don't know what it was i don't know what the name of it was but it was this like really prestigious arts award and when he went on stage he was like smoking a cigarette and he was like he basically like made that point. He was like, look, I'm smoking on stage. I didn't ask. I just did it. I don't care. Like <laughs> while he's accepting this amazing award, he's like, what are they going to do? Tell me to leave. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's funny. Cause like, I think, um I think comedians especially have like a place in the world right now, you know, like they, they kind of have to push the boundaries a little bit. Like, I was talking to somebody and they told me that they don't like comedy that goes too far. And I get what they mean. Like, you know, there's some comedians where um, I'll be watching them and, and, you know, some of the jokes just kind of veer into territory where I'm like, you know, this is kind of making me more uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really make me laugh. It's just kind of make me upset. And that's, that's fine. I just turn it off and watch something else. But I still think that they should be allowed to do that because, you know, I mean, we need people to ask like, tough questions and make us laugh about dark shit.
1: Uh, yeah, and sorry to say it, but because of all, of, as a generation, we're fucked up. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? We have some of the darkest humor that people would literally be like, "Why would you?" Say? Like, if I, if my mom saw a good portion of what I posted on like Facebook. In, out in public, and other people like you know share it and like it, and it's just a generational thing where we're like, yeah, that's funny, ha ha ha. She'd be like, "Don't say that. That's not okay." You know? Like, <laughs>
0: oh yeah, no, my folks too. I mean, you
1: know, or they, would, they it would go right over their heads, and they wouldn't have no clue what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true too. I mean, we're we're a unique generation for the stuff that we kind of grew up with. You know, nine eleven, the two thousand eight crash now the coronavirus um we're, we you know and that that informs the kind of media that we like and the the things we think are funny
1: it does but it really
0: does i wanted to ask you and i'm going to give you mine too what are your go-to comfort movies that you're going to be watching in the days and weeks ahead uh probably
1: some james bond that's for sure a 100% um there's been some creativity on reddit recently because now that people are home and able to like absorb things and do stuff freely there's been a lot of new like james bond content it's really it's fun to to see people like start seeing things in the movies that they never saw or like come back and be like oh hey i have a different perspective on this movie you know um yeah and that's where i came across that acapella one that i showed you
0: oh right yeah that was cool
1: that I, and I was like, it was fun. It was weird though because they chose like four of the Daniel Craig ones or three, and then they chose one like old one. And I'm like, why didn't you spread it out? I don't understand. Yeah. Um. What else? Uh, um, I could I probably look into my collection of movies I've not opened since I moved. Um.
0: Yeah. Crack it open.
1: Let's see. Let me go. Let me let me go over there. Crack it open. <clears throat> Cracking it open. All right. A little safe. Not really. Uh, oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I like heist film. So maybe Ocean's uh, 11, 12 or 13. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh, some Mission Impossible would probably be pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be watching Mission Impossible for sure.
1: Horrible bosses actually. I might do that, because that is a that is a hilarious feel good kind of film. Nice. Um what else, what else do I got in here? I got my Vaughn collection. I have my Wii games, but my Wii's not with me. I don't know why I did that. Hmm. Oh, I definitely gotta watch Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street. That that is a, oh. a mm-hmm. must. I think, I think that's definitely got to be in there. And uh, I'm sorry, but Despicable Me. <laughs> I hate you. I know you do.
0: <laughs> it's okay. So I have to explain this real quick. DeAndre likes the Despicable Me movies, which is fine. I can never even think about those movies anymore because I worked at a movie theater the weekend that... Um, I don't know which one it was. One of them came out. And it was the worst experience I had at that job. It was so (laughs) bad. The people that came, all these goddamn kids. We hired people to dress up as minions. And the way that these grown ass adults walked up to these people in costumes and were like, Oh my God, it's the minions. Oh my, I will never forget that. Like I walked into work and saw the people that were in the lobby and just the people that were pouring out of the theaters, and I was like, "This is,
1: this is going to um, be horrible." Update: news that just happened. Uh, sorry to interject on trying to feel good. California just put uh, the entire state on lockdown.
0: Well, I'm glad that uh, one of the states is setting a precedent.
1: Um, yeah, they, um, they're no one is allowed for any reason to come out of their house. Well any reason other than deemed essential, um, which means probably requiring paperwork like the rest of the world has done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we're moving in that direction. That's the only way we're going to slow this down.
1: Uh, But anyways, continue.
0: Okay, so the comfort movies that I'm going to watch, hopefully when um, we get shut down too, which I think we probably will. I actually think the way that our state is handling it so far is... It could be better, but it, so far I'm glad that they're doing as much as they are. But the comfort movies that I'm going to be going to, um, my list is, first and foremost, Remember the Titans. A movie that will <laughs> always make me feel warm right, and right. inside. Uh You got Denzel. You got young Ryan Gosling. Um, you got... Uh, Ah, oh, man, I love that guy. I don't remember what his name is. He was in Boy Meets World and uh, some other stuff.
1: Boy Meets World. I'm trying to... Is it the main character in Boy Meets World? No, 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 no. It's... uh,
0: He plays like... He played like one of the bullies, but he played... played Ethan Supley. Ethan Supley. I, I love him so much. He he played... um, I think his name is F- Frankie...
1: Remember, there's like I, the... I didn't follow the show long enough to really like acquire names.
0: Okay, so one of the bullies is um, this like tough guy who looks like he's out of the 1950s or something, is with leather jacket, and then he has these two, um, like lackeys. This little skinny guy, and then this bigger dude, and the bigger guy is the guy that I'm talking about. He's in Remember the Titans. He's in that famous scene. When they're in the locker room and they're like, you know, ragging on each other, and then um, he walks out and he's like, rubbing his back, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "Oh, I just gave your mama a piggyback ride."
1: What? Do <laughs> you don't remember that scene? No, and and sorry. The what are you? What are we? In what? In remember the Titan? Uh, yes, I remember it. <laughs> that guy.
0: That's the guy that I'm talking about. Okay um next on my list is going to be uh the princess bride because it's one of my it's like my it's my go-to feel warm and fuzzy inside movie it's the movie
1: that i can quote every line to um it's my rainy day movie if we're going into the territory okay so if that's if that's the case mine would be casino royale for sure um in coding and everything um I, if we're going down that route, though, I would say, uh, what's the other one? The Princess Diaries.
0: Not bad, not bad. And, solid. And
1: that and, uh, and uh, Hitch. Hitch is always a feel-good one.
0: Hitch, hell yeah! I'm gonna rewatch Hitch. Um, you know what? If we're gonna if we're gonna get real like that, if you can, if you are confident enough in your masculinity to say that you are gonna be rewatching the Princess Diaries, I am confident enough in my masculinity to say that I will probably be rewatching Gilmore Girls because it's my go-to feel warm and fuzzy inside TV show. I'll probably watch all the seasons again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so bold of you to out yourself like this. <laughs> I, I am a Gilmore Girls stan. Oh my god.
0: Why and I'm probably friends reason, with you. I am how dare you, you just said you're going to rewatch The Princess Diaries.
1: Yeah, they're superior vastly to the Gilmore Girls. Have you ever watched Gilmore Girls? No. And that's why it's superior because I will never watch it.
0: It's a fantastic TV show. Also, um, the way that they eat in that show is how I want to eat always. If I could eat that way and not gain weight, I I would. They like every episode they have like pizza and Chinese food and burgers like all on a, on the table for dinner
1: and like sample from the different it's like. Oh. That's interesting. Um What, hello, hello, hello.
0: There you are. What were you gonna say?
1: Are we live again? We are Are live again. Apologies for our return. Obviously, season two was supposed to go completely different than this, but whatever. (laughs) We're here now. With you, you're listening. Hopefully, more people start getting in and we get more family involved. Not like our family, but like our discussion ready family. Have you ever watched Flood of the Concords? No, I don't think so. Just the way
0: you said that reminded me it's like. It's not gonna make sense out of context, but there's like one of the, my favorite episodes. I think it's the first episode, actually. They, um, like cause so it's a show that's like a there's songs about all the mundane things yeah but, um, there's this guy and he uh, ends up going out, he ends up going out with this girl that he meets at a party and so he sings this song about how like <laughs> how he feels like so lucky that he gets to like go out with her and stuff but also she's like really pretty but not pretty enough to model full time maybe part time but she would have to keep her full-time job. Anyway, the way you said that, you were like it was supposed to go completely different than this. Like <laughs> there, there's this part in the song where he like takes her over. Like it's at the end of the song where he uh, she's at his house and he's like the whole so- song he's been like singing like come over to my place and then like the song ends it's like winding down and he's like looking around his house and he's like my place is usually much tidier than this. <laughs>
1: so that just reminded me of that all right that's so random but okay um well yeah i mean we uh we ushered in a year ago yesterday you i'm getting welcome to anchor emails i've been on anchor <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and so yeah we're still gonna truck on i'm glad we can talk and continue doing the show even separated so yeah me too also another thing I want to chime in with is if you guys want to chime in in your area in your neck of the woods what are you seeing Uh, how are things being affected for you what's going on like keep us updated on a on a real time basis let's see what's happening because the news can only give us so much what is happening immediately in your area that you see
0: Um, yeah, no, exactly. Exactly.
1: Like, Uh, for one, there's Franco and him still risking his life to go to work, which none of us are happy about.
0: But it's happening. Hopefully that will stop soon. Um, Yeah, this is a rough time. A lot of us are having to make hard choices. Speaking of which, I want to give a shout-out to um, a couple people, to my wife, Monique, who is going to be teaching online on Monday. She's going to be doing... Her teaching remotely which nice. is pretty insane if she's doing that um, I also want to give a shout out to uh, our friend Sam who was on the show a couple episodes back and who uh, she was in the episode with uh, about the Shining where we went to the, the Stanley Hotel Um because, yeah. yeah I don't think we can tell you what she does but she's working very hard um, because she's one of the people who is not able to stop working so um both of both of them just thank you guys so much for what you do and for keeping things running while all of us are kind of in limbo. And to anybody else who's listening that, you know, um that are doing the same. Yeah.
1: You know, we're gonna get through this. Yeah. I um I definitely agree with what I retweeted about after all this isn't done. I'm I'm literally I'm gonna buy a drink for my service you know men you know medical whatever doctor whatever officer you know yeah and I'm definitely gonna I have a a higher respect it's not like I didn't but definitely gonna uh, a thank you for doing what you are doing you know yeah for sure for sure and um,
0: yeah just take care of yourself do what it is you gotta do for yourself I mean we're, you know we're we're so grateful for all that you guys are doing
1: and uh just you know let us know how we can help uh yeah definitely and um let us know how you're helping what's you know what are you doing and what are how are you dealing with this and coping and are you how are you being you know just like what we're saying earlier how are you being affected and just give us a little a little update on your side of things we'll definitely want to talk about it because we're going to be here yeah. for a while we're going to be doing this for a while and we're going to be back
0: um, <clears throat> a quick little update from us it feels kind of weird talking about this with everything going on but I did want to let you guys know uh, Discussion Ready Now has a Patreon
1: oh yes which you can
0: um, <clears throat> find through our Twitter page at ReadyPod and uh we're gonna start releasing additional content through there um obviously we do not expect anyone to put themselves into any kind of financial you know situation that they can't afford right now with everything going on but uh hopefully when things get back to normal there's some stuff on there that you guys could get for you know if you if you kick us over a couple bucks a month Um, we'll have some additional things that you guys can have access to. DeAndre and I, well, I mean, at least I am. I don't know if DeAndre's going to want to do this too. I'm assuming he is. Um, But I'm going to be putting some writing up there too. I'm going to be doing some uh, writing about some of the movies that we talk about and maybe some of the other things. So you can find that there as well.
1: Yeah. We're we're, we're doing what we can to work with what we have in order to live our lives. (laughs) And... For Franco, that means writing and actually doubling down and actually focusing up on his writing finally for ages. Yes. We've been waiting this. We just took this to get him started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um It didn't. He was already he was already working on it way before this happened. But um and then me is just goofing off at home, making TikTok videos. So if you want to follow me on TikTok, my username is Hey underscore, it's underscore, DeAndre. All oh, that reminds me, we also have a TikTok now. Oh, yeah, yes, that's right. Thank you. Uh, discussion already also has a TikTok. So we will, once crazy stuff ends up settling down, we can start producing content and staying trendy, I guess. Yeah, so follow us on TikTok as well. Um, And then we'll is there anything else I think that's it yeah I think that's it guys stay safe Uh, be smart for the love of everyone around you be smart Um, and we're gonna make it through this again for the 80th time that we've had to do something like this (laughs) and probably not the last time that's right we're gonna get through
0: this together so just
1: stay strong be safe um, and tell
0: people in your life that you love them
1: yes and let's see what april brings whether it be godzilla an alien invasion um the return of emperor palpatine
0: yeah. <laughs> still gets another, or even, maybe even worse than the return of emperor palpatine another awful star wars sequel <laughs> <laughs> the, re- the um, rise of skywalker too um, oh god part two turns out it was like a two-part <laughs>
1: <film>. <laughs> um <laughs> be wary there are other events in the world happening just because this one thing is happening doesn't mean the world stopped there are major events still going on both good and bad because of this uh, you've probably seen about what's happening in Venice with the the water and just there's a lot of like the good about the pollution levels going down um, yeah we also have a potential meteor coming into earth which isn't i was telling franco about this isn't big enough to damage anything on the earth but is big enough to create an event on earth which happened um a few years back in russia where the similar size meteor crashed into earth and it ignited the sky in light for a second uh it looks like there's a potential for that to happen again somewhere in the world so we'll have to see if that does happen or not but be aware of that if if that does happen people might freak out because of all this going on too so yeah
0: oh one last thing it's the
1: first day of spring yes happy spring after all of this spring. is said and done and we are able to go back outside it's going to be beautiful we're going to have a mass celebration we're going to go out Enjoy each other's company. And enjoy the, the earth. Enjoy the earth. Well,
0: um, we'll talk to you guys soon. And hopefully next time. We'll have some good news.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, you guys stay safe and healthy. And enjoy your games. Enjoy your movies. Enjoy your each other's company. Um, or your solidar- solitude. If you're alone like I am. And we'll see you soon we'll talk to you soon we'll talk to you soon
0: just wash your fucking hands and stay the fuck home
1: yeah yeah and stop touching your face i know you've been touching it stop it was literally touching my face when you said that
0: (laughs) yeah i know
1: you are stop it yeah okay guys thanks a lot okay bye bye